Section 5 of Faraday as a Discoverer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Faraday as a Discoverer by John Tyndall. Section 5 Identity of Electricities First Researches on Electrochemistry. I've already once used the word discomfort in reference to the occasional state of Faraday's mind when experimenting. It was to him a discomfort to reason upon data which admitted of doubt. He hated what he called doubtful knowledge, and ever tended either to transfer it into the region of undoubtful knowledge, or of certain and definite ignorance. Pretense of all kinds, whether in life or in philosophy, was hateful to him. He wished to know the reality of our nescience as well as our science be one thing or the other he seemed to say to an unproved hypothesis come out as a solid truth or disappear as a convicted lie after making the great discovery which i have attempted to describe a doubt seemed to beset him as regards the identity of electricities is it right he seemed to ask to call this agency which i have discovered electricity at all are there perfectly conclusive grounds for believing that electricity of the machine the pile the gymnotus and torpedo, magnetoelectricity and thermoelectricity are merely different manifestations of one and the same agent? To answer this question to his own satisfaction, he formally reviewed the knowledge of that day. He added to it new experiments of his own, and finally decided in favor of the identity of electricities. His paper upon this subject was read before the Royal Society on January the 10th and 17th, 1833 after he had proved to his own satisfaction the identity of electricities he tried to compare them quantitatively together the terms quantity and intensity which faraday constantly used need a word of explanation here he might charge a single laden jar by twenty turns of his machine or he might charge a battery of ten jars by the same number of turns the quantity in both cases would be sensibly the same but the intensity of the single jar would be the greatest, for here the electricity would be less diffused. Faraday first satisfied himself that the needle of his galvanometer was caused to swing through the same arc by the same quantity of machine electricity, whether it was condensed in a small battery or diffused over a large one. Thus, the electricity developed by thirty turns of his machine produced, under very variable conditions of battery surface, the same deflections. Hence he inferred the possibility of comparing, as regards quantity, electricities which differ greatly from each other in intensity. His object now is to compare frictional with voltaic electricity. Moistening bibulous paper with the iodide of potassium, a favorite test of his, and subjecting it to the action of machine electricity, he decomposed the iodide and formed a brown spot where the iodine is liberated. Then he immersed two wires one of zinc, the other of platinum, each one-thirteenth of an inch in diameter, to a depth of five-eighths of an inch in acidulated water during eight beats of his watch, or three-twentieths of a second, and found that the needle of his galvanometer swung through the same arc, and colored his moistened paper to the same extent, as thirty turns of his large electrical machine. Twenty-eight turns of the machine produced an effect distinctly less than that produced by his two wires. Now, the quantity of water decomposed by the wires in this experiment totally eluded observation. It was immeasurably small, 
and still that amount of decomposition involved the development of a quantity of electric force which if applied in a proper form would kill a rat and no man would like to bear it in his subsequent researches on the absolute quantity of electricity associated with the particles or atoms of matter he endeavors to give an idea of the amount of electrical force involved in the decomposition of a single grain of water he is almost afraid to mention it for he estimates it at eight hundred thousand discharges of his laden battery this if concentrated in a single discharge would be equal to a very great flash of lightning while the chemical action of a single grain of water on four grains of zinc would yield electricity equal in quantity to a powerful thunderstorm thus his mind rises from the minute to the vast expanding involuntarily from the smallest laboratory fact till it embraces the largest and grandest natural phenomena footnote buff finds the quantity of electricity associated with one milligram of hydrogen in water to be equal to forty five thousand four hundred eighty charges of a laden jar with a height of four hundred eighty millimeters and a diameter of one hundred sixty millimeters weber and kohlrausch have calculated that if the quantity of electricity associated with one milligram of hydrogen in water were diffused over a cloud at a height of one thousand meters above the earth it would exert upon an equal quantity of the opposite electricity at the earth's surface an attractive force of two million two hundred sixty eight thousand kilograms End of footnote. in reality however he is at this time only clearing his way and he continues laboriously to clear it for some time afterwards he is digging the shaft guided by that instinct towards the mineral load which was to him a rod of divination erricht die said the lamented kohlrausch an eminent german once in my hearing he smells the truth his eyes are now steadily fixed on this wonderful voltaic current and he must learn more of its mode of transmission on may twenty third eighteen thirty three he read a paper before the royal society on a new law of electric conduction he found that though the current passed through water it did not pass through ice why not since they are one and the same substance some years subsequently he answered this question by saying that the liquid condition enables the molecule of water to turn round so as to place itself in the proper line of polarization while the rigidity of the solid condition prevents this arrangement this polar arrangement must precede decomposition and decomposition is an accompaniment of conduction he then passed on to other substances to oxides and chlorides and iodides and salts and sulphurets and found them all insulators when solid and conductors when fused in all cases moreover except one and this exception he thought might be apparent only he found the passage of the current across the fused compound to be accompanied by its decomposition is then the act of decomposition essential to the act of conduction in these bodies even recently this question was warmly contested faraday was very cautious laterally in expressing himself upon this subject but as a matter of fact he held that an infinitesimal quantity of electricity might pass through a compound liquid without producing its decomposition de la rive who has been a great worker on the chemical phenomena of the pile is very emphatic on the other side experiment according to him and others establishes in the most conclusive manner that no trace of electricity can pass through a liquid compound without producing its equivalent decomposition faraday has now got fairly entangled amid the chemical phenomena of the pile and here his previous training under davy must have been of the most important service to him why he asks should decomposition thus take place 
what force is it that wrenches the locked constituents of these compounds asunder on the twentieth of june eighteen thirty three he read a paper before the royal society on electrochemical decomposition in which he seeks to answer these questions the notion had been entertained that the poles as they are called of the decomposing cell or in other words the surfaces by which the current enters and quits the liquid exercised electric attractions upon the constituents of the liquid and tore them asunder faraday combats this notion with extreme vigor litmus reveals as you know the action of an acid by turning red turmeric reveals the action of an alkali by turning brown sulphate of soda you know is a salt compounded of the alkali soda and sulphuric acid the voltaic current passing through a solution of this salt so decomposes it that sulphuric acid appears at one pole of the decomposing cell and alkali at the other faraday steeped a piece of litmus paper and a piece of turmeric paper in a solution of sulphate of soda placing each of them upon a separate plate of glass he connected them together by means of a string moistened with the same solution he then attached one of them to the positive conductor of an electric machine and the other to the gas pipes of this building these he called his discharging train on turning the machine the electricity passed from paper to paper through the string which might be varied at length from a few inches to seventy feet without changing the result the first paper was reddened declaring the presence of sulphuric acid the second was brown declaring the presence of the alkali soda the dissolved salt therefore arranged in this fashion was decomposed by the machine exactly as it would have been by the voltaic current when instead of using the positive conductor he used the negative the positions of the acid and alkali were reversed thus he satisfied himself that chemical decomposition by the machine is obedient to the laws which rule decomposition by the pile and now he gradually abolishes these so-called poles to the attraction of which electric decomposition has been ascribed he connected a piece of turmeric paper moistened with the sulphate of soda with the positive conductor of his machine then he placed a metallic point in connection with his discharging train opposite the moist paper so that the electricity should discharge through the air towards the point the turning of the machine caused the corners of the piece of turmeric paper opposite to the point to turn brown thus declaring the presence of alkali he changed the turmeric for litmus paper and placed it not in connection with his conductor but with his discharging train a metallic point connected with the conductor being fixed at a couple of inches from the paper on turning the machine acid was liberated at the edges and corners of the litmus he then placed a series of pointed pieces of paper each separate piece being composed of two halves one of litmus and the other of turmeric paper and all moistened with sulphate of soda in the line of the current from the machine the pieces of paper were separated from each other by spaces of air the machine was turned and it was always found that at the point where the electricity entered the paper litmus was reddened and at the point where it quitted the paper turmeric was browned here he urges the poles are entirely abandoned but we have still electrochemical decomposition it is evident to him that instead of being attracted by the poles the bodies separated are ejected by the current the effects thus obtained with poles of air he also succeeded in obtaining with poles of water the advance in faraday's own ideas made at this time is indicated by the word ejected he afterwards reiterates this view the evolved substances are expelled from the decomposing body and not drawn out by an attraction having abolished this idea of polar attraction he proceeds to enunciate and develop a theory of his own he refers to davy's celebrated bakerian lecture given in eighteen o six 
which he says is almost entirely occupied in the consideration of electrochemical decompositions the facts recorded in that lecture faraday regards as of the utmost value but the mode of action by which the effects take place is stated very generally so generally indeed that probably a dozen precise schemes of electrochemical action might be drawn up differing essentially from each other yet all agreeing with the statement there given it appears to me that these words might with justice be applied to faraday's own researches at this time they furnish us with results of permanent value but little help can be found in the theory advanced to account for them it would perhaps be more correct to say that the theory itself is hardly presentable in any tangible form to the intellect faraday looks and rightly looks into the heart of the decomposing body itself he sees and rightly sees active within it the forces which produce the decomposition and he rejects and rightly rejects the notion of external attraction but beyond the hypothesis of decompositions and recompositions enunciated and developed by grothus and davy he does not i think help us to any definite conception as to how the force reaches the decomposing mass and acts within it nor indeed can this be done until we know the true physical process which underlies what we call an electric current faraday conceives of that current as an axis of power having contrary forces exactly equal in amount in opposite directions but this definition though much quoted and circulated teaches us nothing regarding the current an axis here can only mean a direction and what we want to be able to conceive of is not the axis along which the power acts but the nature and mode of action of the power itself he objects to the vagueness of de la rive but the fact is that both he and de la rive labor under the same difficulty neither wishes to commit himself to the notion of a current compounded of two electricities flowing in two opposite directions but the time had not come nor is it yet come for the displacement of this provisional fiction by the true mechanical conception still however indistinct the theoretic notions of faraday at this time may be the facts which are rising before him and around him are leading him gradually but surely to results of incalculable importance in relation to the philosophy of the voltaic pile he had always some great object of research in view but in the pursuit of it he frequently alighted on facts of collateral interest to examine which he sometimes turned aside from his direct course thus we find the series of his researches on electrochemical decomposition interrupted by an inquiry into the power of metals and other solids to induce the combination of gaseous bodies this inquiry which was received by the royal society on november thirtieth eighteen thirty three though not so important as those which precede and follow it illustrates throughout his strength as an experimenter the power of spongy platinum to cause the combination of oxygen and hydrogen had been discovered by doberreiner in eighteen twenty three and had been applied by him in the construction of his well-known philosophic lamp it was shown subsequently by Dulong and Tenard that even a platinum wire when perfectly cleansed may be raised to incandescence by its action on a jet of cold hydrogen in his experiments on the decomposition of water faraday found that the positive platinum plate of the decomposing cell possessed in an extraordinary degree the power of causing oxygen and hydrogen to combine he traced the cause of this to the perfect cleanness of the positive plate against it was liberated oxygen which with the powerful affinity in the nascent state swept away all impurity from the surface against which it was liberated 
the bubbles of gas liberated on one of the platinum plates or wires of a decomposing cell are always much smaller and they rise in much more rapid succession than those from the other knowing that oxygen is sixteen times heavier than hydrogen i have more than once concluded and i fear led others into the error of concluding that the smaller and more quickly rising bubbles must belong to the lighter gas the thing appeared so obvious that i did not give myself the trouble of looking at the battery which would at once have told me the nature of the gas but faraday would never have been satisfied with the deduction if he could have reduced it to a fact and he has taught me that the fact here is the direct reverse of what i supposed it to be the small bubbles are oxygen and their smallness is due to the perfect cleanness of the surface on which they are liberated the hydrogen adhering to the other electrode swells into large bubbles which rise in much slower succession but when the current is reversed the hydrogen is liberated upon the cleansed wire and then its bubbles also become small End of section five.